Yeah, flex controls. Oh, sorry, it, you cut out there a second. I didn't hear any of that last statement. It's so good. It's all good. The last statement made no sense, so that worked out in my favor. Um, it's the movie toasty show here for you. Dennis and Adam joke about orgasms and sweet movie reviews. We talk about TV too, right? I, I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah! And after two weeks away, or a week away, we're back. Welcome to Movie Test News and Reviews, episode 132. Dennis, how you doing? Doing doing good, man. It's been far, far too long. I just Missing one week is always very noticeable when, when we take that break, man. I'm very yeah. glad to be back at it, sir. How about you? Yeah, yeah same here. I, I just, uh, I don't know why lately it's been hard for us to stay on top of the movies and the shows and... There's a lot out there. Which is a pathetic thing. It is. It really oh. is. It's good. It's good oh, that man. we're both been busy though. It's it's good. You're, you, I know you've been. Uh, you got yeah, we got, wrapped we got up shit your gig going there. on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, right it right into the yeah. next one. I think I got a I got a couple yeah. more coming down the pipeline. Uh, nice. I, nice. I guess the um, got word the. I worked on a toy commercial that for a toy feature uh, for the new Sonic movie. And I guess that might have been attached, depending on what theater chain you're in, that's actually attached to the movie. So it's a chance you might have seen the toy commercial I worked on. Yeah, the... Please let us know, at movie underscore toast on the Twitter. Oh, man. I got to tell you. Remember back in the day when we used to say fuck Facebook and, and we're not on Facebook and oh, yeah. then, then our tune changed because we got we got like Irish listeners from Facebook. Right. Say, we, well, we last week I was saying fuck Facebook once again. So I was uh, I assume it was from either one or two things. I was posting uh, a post about that movie X about the porn filming at the uh, farm and then the, the farmers are killing the people uh-huh. and I posted a picture of Kid Cudi wearing no shirt uh, a clip from the movie I think that that might have got our, our account taken down or something about our, our festival something or another I I, 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 I uh, went on Facebook and like oh you violated a term of use and this and that and then I'm like, all right, whatever. They deleted the post, but no, they deleted our whole fucking okay. page. And uh, I had a fight with them for a week. I was going nowhere, so I made a new page up. And then miraculously, out of nowhere, the old page came right back up. So now we got two Facebook pages. Well, yeah. hey, at least we got the we got the backup page. So what's what's the uh, the handle for the backup page in case we do gotta we gotta bounce back to it again? So these fine folks, it's. It's so, so it's, it's very weird, like because it lets you choose a name, and then it also lets you use, choose your like at handle. So the name of the podcast, I think, of the page is Movie Toast Pod. But if you search for Movie Underscore Toast, that should come up there as well. It's, okay. it's kind of confusing. Okay. Yeah. As long yeah, if, if, I if was, you can simplify the Movie Underscore Toast, if you can search that and find us, then that's the. Yeah, that's so. That's so we're finally able to be found that way. Sweet. Yeah. So oh, I, I, if any of you have gotten more invites to follow us on Facebook, that was the debacle there. Fucking Facebook, man. 
Zucks, what do you yeah. got? What do you got against us, huh? Yeah, you piece of shit, Zuck man. But hey, we're back up and running, so Zuck I off. am very, very thankful for that. Okay, I, hey oh, man, man. Appreciate, appreciate you wrangling it back. Those fuckers. I tried, tried. I gave up hope for a bit. Well, man, at least we've regained the ground, and we've got a fallback plan when, when the time, if the time comes again. We're not going to stop delivering the toast. Right, folks? Am I right? The toast can stop. The toast may break every now and again, every other week. I don't know. But uh, you're still going to find us on the interwebs. Well, you can't keep a good piece of toast down. Well, I guess. But uh, I hope you do. Man, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's good toast. It might be bad. <laughs> it might be bad toast. You can't keep it down. <laughs> Oh, man. You know what you also can't keep down, Dennis? What's that? Or maybe you can't keep down some polls. Oh, yeah. Polls. Oh, yeah. So, uh, unfortunately, a good piece of toast... Uh, someone we spoke about recently has passed away, Dennis. Uh, our, our old uh, comedian. So, so what, is, what is now? Who the two of the two is? Uh, where they were by what their favorite film featuring Mr. Gilbert Godfrey was out of Beverly Hills Cop 2, Problem Child, Look Who's Talking To, and Aladdin. <laughs> oh, man. Uh Problem Child 2 is that's a pretty twisted character. Or Problem Child is a yeah. That, that's a pretty it twisted is, what he ends up doing of just like knowing this kid is just a demon. Uh but friggin' uh Aladdin is kind of what I think of. I don't know what yeah. uh what is it for you? I I think I think it would be Aladdin as well. You know, it's sad looking at the stuff, it's like these are somehow the bigger movies of his. It's like he never starred in things, but you still knew him. Oh yeah. And I wonder if people in in like their fifteens and twenties, if they if they really knew him. I don't know, but it doesn't matter. So zero percent went to look who's talking to. No surprise there. A twenty five twenty five split on Problem Child and Beverly Hills Cup mm, too. Nice for fifty percent going to Iago the Bird in Aladdin. Oh yes. Yeah. I bet everyone could see coming a mile away. Absolutely, absolutely. Classic character. He's a great, great villain henchman. He just has that voice that when he's in that parrot, you very much uh, just makes sense. Yeah. It just makes sense. Up next, we both uh, reviewed the Spider-Man anti-hero movie Morbius That's on our did. last episode. Yes, sir. So I wanted to know who everyone's favorite uh, anti-hero spinoff of Spider-Man was out of Venom and Morbius. So the option okay. was, of course, Venom, Morbius. They both kick ass. They both suck ass. Oh, oh man. I, I, I hate to admit, I'm sure there's a lot of checks in that fourth, uh, that fourth answer. Eh. But uh, I feel like more people you, are going to shit on a Morbius. What do you, sorry. I'll tell you this, Dennis. There's a three-way tie for 2020 oh. and a 40. Fuck. Yeah. Um, for favorite though, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. favorite, uh, probably Venom. I think would be the fan favorite mm-hmm. out of what's there so far. All right. So the three way tie is for they both suck ass, they both kick ass, and Venom. Oh, people are responding to Morbius apparently. 
He's a cool character. 40%. That Jarrett Leto's. I know it's Leto, but I like to say Leto's. You might be talking about a little Jarrett Leto action slightly in reference to something you might have watched. That's we're not technically reviewing, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Not yeah, not the thing he's in, but I reviewed something adjacent to something he's in. That's for sure. You just gotta. Mm. You just gotta watch out, folks. You just gotta sit and wait. And uh, I might may be reviewing the uh, new Fantastic Beast film, The Secrets of Dumbledore. Uh, so I was wondering if uh, if the fans out there, uh, which film seriously like more out of Harry Potter, Fantastic Beast, or the uh, third option being neither? I'm a Shrek head. <laughs> oh, I mean, I I'll, I'll be a I'm a I'm a pothead all day. That's very. Been through the Harry books, Potter. been through the films. I haven't watched a single fucking fantastic thing. I nothing against oh. it. I just, I just missed them. You know, like I, I. I mean, I think they're on HBO Max, Dennis. You get a chance. I, I gotta they're give not it. Bad. A, I gotta give it a go. They're they're, they're saying they're, they're delightful. They sit. They call it the. Uh, I was just seeing. Was it fucking Variety or someone called it like one of the most cursed uh, series in Hollywood now. That they're just like they can't make a good one. So I'm. Um, I think more more cursed here is uh the 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 actor in the film. I don't know. You got you got the Flash being a piece of shit. You got Johnny Depp being Johnny Depp. Definitely. Uh, the... J.K. Rollins being uh, not a fan favorite anymore. No, nope, no. Nope. We can just yeah. We can cut her out of the out of the world and just keep everything hunky dory. You know. And yet she's still got screenwriting credit on this film. Well, so, well I mean, she's knows? the characters. They are her characters. They're never. You're never gonna shake. You're never gonna shake her off of Harry Potter completely. Even if we all love the character in the world, you know, it's like true. You're never gonna shake Lucas off of Star Wars, even though he cr- gave us fucking Jar Jar Binks. Don't lest us ever forget. <laughs> He's he still I mean, made some of the worst decisions in the Star Wars. For universe. every Jar Jar Binks and Senate hearing. He gave us other good things. He did. Us. He did. Of course. Of course. All right. So, so we got a two-way split here for thirteen, thirteen, for neither Mushrekhead and Fantastic Beast. <laughs> of course, everyone resides in the seventy-five percent land of Harry Potter yeah. because how do you beat the Potter? Right. You don't. You, you don't. You just. You just don't. Okay. Yeah, and I got I got one more here. Another thing that can't be beat because it's been beaten and through the shredding. They announced recently that Brie Larson is going to be joining the cast. Uh, so I wanted to know who people were most excited about joining the Fast and Furious family. Uh, Jason Momoa, Brie Larson, or they rather see Ryan Reynolds' character from Hobbs and Shaw come back, or give me Hobbs instead, because Hobbs was by far the best part of the franchise after uh, Paul Walker died, and... Uh, He's no longer in there because of his feud with the 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 good old Benny D. Family, my daughter <laughs> calls she calls you Uncle Rob. Calls you Uncle. <laughs> Family, sticky floors. Uh, I'm sorry, I just <laughs> at the movies. At the movies. Oh my oh, god, man. I just can't get enough of that. <laughs> Fantastic! A year later, and it still still works. fucking funny. 
I was every. It's funny. So I can't get, walk across a sticky theater floor without hearing <laughs> those words enter my mind. <laughs> Just picture that guy in the leather jacket. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A butter that's not butter. Oh my god! Oh, oh man! So, uh, so I, I, I got, I got that, that tie for zero percent. <laughs> Uh, 60, 40, uh, 40% being Brie Larson and 60% being uh, Aquaman himself, Mr. Wow. Jason Momoa. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Kind of what I, I almost would have guessed it been the other way around, but uh, all right. I, I, I was expecting it. Yeah. yeah. But hey, the audience has spoken. They have speaketh. Uh, yep. And uh, they'll get it. They're, they'll get both of them. They'll all get what they want. I won't get uh I won't get Hobbs probably, but a boy can dream. Yeah, you just hold out. Chuck Norris will be in the next one. I'm just gonna combine the I mean, Expendables he, universe. He should be the Tretto family uh, parent. Oh my god! Should should be there the long lost <laughs> father who died. Hey, it's you can call oh, me Tretto, John Cena. It's John Cena. Dad, I thought you died in the race car accident. You can't kill a Tretto, son. I got better. But you can. <laughs> You can kill a Brian. You can oh. don't talk about Brian like that. Oh, he's on a beach somewhere, yeah. drinking mimosas. Yeah, with my sister, your daughter, like a fucking loser. Yeah. He's not out here doing spy stuff with us, Dad. We're still I drinking Coronas. Oh, DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna steal a truckload of DVD players. What is that? Like two grand? Not even that. Like five hundred bucks. It's it's all good because my slate will be wiped clean either way. <laughs> Wipe the slate, but my ass will clean. still be dirty. Get into a little more yeah. trouble one more time, so I can wipe the <laughs> slate clean again. Don't worry, I got Ludacris, I got Tyrese, I got <laughs> uh, Han, I got I got the boy from Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, no, no. The, the, the Han, Han's name, the character Han, his last name is Solo Dennis. So oh, you're not wrong. Oh, my God. Fuck. Well, mm-hmm. damn it. Yeah. So Harrison Ford and the actor that plays Han Solo. You betcha. Oh, boy. Let's let's get out let's of this. Let, let's, You're just rolling down a rabbit hole here. Let's 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 get a little uh, little trivia action going. Ooh, let's do it. Trivia. Trivia. As I recall, I think you're kicking my oh, ass. Oh, kind of wiping uh, the floor with you. It is sixteen to thirteen. I am firmly in the lead, sir. So you gotta, you gotta fight. You know, you gotta fight for this. One. I'm about to pull Excalibur out of the rock on this. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it my all. I'm gonna go out swinging this week. I think. Dennis. All right, man. Uh. But uh, you know what? I think for my first question, let's take a let's take a comedy animation. What British buddy cop movie has a small town executing nerd duels for the greater good? The greater good. Oh my God! Why can I see? I can see the cover of the Hot Fuzz. There you go. That is correct. Booyah. Fuzzy. 
All right. Nice and fuzzy. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna since you took a come to cartoon, I'm gonna take a horsefire. All right, all right. All right. Your first horror sci-fi question. Who does Joe have to kill in Looper to stop the Rainmaker? Himself. That he does. You are correct, sir. I got to rewatch that movie. I I don't think I fully gave it the attention it deserves because I don't recall much of it besides that fact. That's that's like I I never saw it. I remember I remember being aware of it, but it was kind of like here. I remember feel like hearing it was like a meh. So I let it slip by, yeah. but it's pretty. I think I just saw. It, I, got, I feel like it has, like it has a big. It's got a good cast, and uh, there's, there's. I think there's a decent following to it. I think it just moved platforms. If I'm not mistaken, oh. it just went over to either HBO Max or Hulu. I know I was seeing it getting pushed if, on the just added list somewhere. And for those of you out there uh, who have the IMDb TV or whatever they've recently renamed it, you can catch a double feature of Great Esteem of Paul Blart Mall Cop and Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. Oh, dear God. So please do that, fine folks. If I had patience to watch commercials during movies, I would be reviewing those. But <laughs> I, don't have, I don't got time for that. Well, sir, uh, do you got time to ask me an action-adventure question? Yeah, I suppose. All right, all right. Lay it on me. Okay. Why does Body Rob Banks in the original Point Break? Bodie, Bodie. I don't know why I said Body. Brighton Rock. I was thinking that. (laughs) Um, Why is he robbing Banks? Uh, Fuck, man. It's been so long since I've seen Point Break. I don't. uh, For the thrill. You're not far off, but I'm going to give you the negative buzzer to fund his surfing career. <laughs> Damn. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So I wasn't. Yeah, I see. I see what you mean. Not that far off. Drama musical. Drama musical. All right. Oh, no, I think it's like, I think you asked me that one. I got Let's put that at the bottom of the stack there. All right, sir. Drama musical for you. What almost completely silent film won the Best Picture Oscar in 2012? Uh, That's a John Goodman film uh, called The Artist. That he is and that it was. You are correct. The Artist. Suck it. Suck it. (laughs) The name of the movie is The Artist. And you suck it. Okay. (laughs) Um, Well, sir... I guess I'll just keep rattling down the line here. I'll take my drama musical question if you got one. I think you asked me this question before, so I'm going to flip it over here. Mickey Rourke was nominated for an Oscar for his portrayal of Randy the Ram Robinson in what movie? The Wrestler. That is. Oh, I was like the 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 pause there. I was like, oh, I answered that really fast. Was like. Could I have been wrong? I was, I was trying to think about the, the trash man and all the all the guys from. Uh, it's <laughs> um, I'll do I'll do an adventure, please. Action adventure! All right. 
Which of the following actors does not star in Guns of Navarone? Oh, I know this one very well. Uh, I bet you do. Is, which one I watched every is evening. not in the movie? Gregory Peck. They're all in David the movie. David Niven or Cary Grant? See, it's controversial right there. Those cars are even talking at that dumb yep, question. The earth is just it's, shaken. Yeah. Chaos is rocking the streets. <laughs> um, but you know what? I'm going to go with my man, man, Cary Grant. That would be fucking correct, sir. Cary Grant is not in Guns of Navarone. He don't fuck with guns, man. He's a gentleman. The guns of the Navarone. There you go. All right. What a movie. It's, uh, what's funny is I've never actually seen Guns of Navarone. Nor have I. I. I have seen many times Force 10 from Navarone, which is the sequel. And it is a kick-ass movie. And is Cary Grant in that? Nope, but Harrison Ford is in that. Oh. And the actor that plays Jaws in all the, the old James Bond movies, he's in it too. Shark. That would have been pretty cool, I thought. <laughs> Bruce, Bruce the Sharks. Not food. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I guess that takes me uh, takes me to the horror sci-fi, sir. What you got for me? I got a got a real brain tickler oh, here, Dennis. Fuck me. It already uh, hurts. And I need I need a very simple oh. answer, but think closely about how you want to oh, answer. Oh, goddamn it! Can make me overthink this hard. Who is, who is, Leia's father? Oh boy, it's Anakin Skywalker, also known as Darth Vader. That is cool. Yeah, see, they wrote they wrote Darth Vader here. I I, I really thought it should have been Anakin. I mean, Anakin. Anakin is her father. You know, like Darth Vader didn't father her. Anakin Skywalker is. The own, like the closest she has to a father. Really, it's Senator uh, Bail Organa is really who fathered her. Yeah, yeah it's it's a fucking uh, what's his name? Uh, the Jimmy dude Smith. who uh, was banging. Uh, yeah, yeah. There we go. That guy. I love that well, guy. Dude, dude wasn't Classic. banging Jimmy Smith. We're talking about Jimmy Smith. So let me clarify. <laughs> <laughs> I was banging uh, over on something. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Oh, we got there. We, we got, got there. there. We got there. <laughs> yeah. I, I was trying to think of uh, Katie Seagal's name. Jim, yep. He was uh, now married to uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, John Goodman on the Connors. So that's always delightful. <laughs> I'm going to talk about John Goodman all night. He, he won't be in any of the films I review, but I'll, I'll, I'll mention them. Red, it's like I watched Red State. I watched We're Back, A Dinosaur Story. I watched. I can't think of any more John Goodman movies. <laughs> oh, boy. You son of a bitch. Arachnophobia. King Ralph. Uh, yes. Not not in Vivo Rock Vegas. No. no that no, that, no, that, no. that abomination. That thing. Um, the Babe. Oh, um, my God. Look at this. Look uh, at this. Ten Cloverfield Lane. Oh. Um, uh, the, a Monsters, the Inc. Monsters at Work. The Matinee. Um, Jesus. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> we, we should John Goodman it up sometime. <laughs> don't don't get me erected. I'll take a comedy animation, please. <laughs> no promises, sir. No fucking promises. It's it's half right now. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Let's send it home. Uh, 
Tell me, Adam. Oh, this That's question's okay. definitely going to get you there. So I don't even want to say it out loud. Oh, boy. boy. Um, oh, my. What was that? <laughs> what was... Oh, got a little feedback you there right at the end. Sorry. You son of a bitch, me. Well, sir, your your comedy animation question. Name one of the three main actors... From the First Wives Club. One of the three main actors. Yes. Yes. Uh, I do like this movie. I, I rather enjoy it. I want to say Diane Keaton. I want to say. Uh, like Bette Midler. I want to say. I probably have got no names correct. I also. uh uh, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, you know, I'll stick with uh, Diane Keaton. I, I like my. Office. I was gonna say I thought you were gonna name the third correct answer, but you're about to fucking get bonus points two and three. Yeah, Diane Keaton was correct. So was Bed Mittler. The only other option that left that you hadn't named yet was Goldie Hawn. Uh, I would not have got her, but, but she, phenomenal. I love nice, that movie. Yeah, you got it correct, sir. Nice, nice. Four to three. You, That's you're. Right. I told you, coming, coming from blood. You, you this are week, like Bruce the Shark. Not food. Not food. I'm not food. No. No, no, no. <laughs> Nemo no knows that. No, no, no. All right. Uh my god, Jim. Before we record record it, I don't know what you know, you know the song that's the uh uh-huh, uh-huh. I like that. Yeah. Like it. I, I just realized that's about sex, Dennis. I did not know that. Is that about sex? I'm, I yes, assume it's you are about correct. sex. You are correct, sir. I believe. I, I always thought it was just someone liking something, but you, you really, yeah. you really want to go down a rabbit hole. You're familiar with Frankie Say Relax? There, there's a. You want to go no. go scratch the surface of that one? There's a there's a Google search for you. That's not about anything that should be played on the radio huh. multiple times a day. Yikes! I, what what is this song? Relax. Don't do it. If oh, you want, relax. Yeah. Oh, that song. Oh. That's got a whole other meaning. That if you weren't, you weren't well, aware. You, you want to? You, you know, would would you share it with me? Because I honestly don't know. It's it's almost quite literally what he's saying in the song. Uh, Is it about anal? No, it's, it's about not orgasming oh. if you don't want to. Yet, hmm. what a power that go. would be, huh? That would be. Well, Frankie says, Frank Frankie say, hey, relax. Fra- Frankie says, Frankie knows don't do what's it. Up. If you want to go through it, Mm-mm. relax. Mm-hmm. Don't gonna, do it. I'm going to remember that. <laughs> got to keep that in mind. And forever. Oh, God. Uh, but... the, the floodgates. <laughs> uh, you know you can relax. relax. Damn it. It was doing that static cutout thing again. I'm sorry. Son of a bitch. Hey, it's all good. That was a, that was a weird tangent anyways. Um, all right. All right, Dennis. Uh, if you want to get to the four, uh, four to four. Points, oh, I can. Uh, I can try. I'm gonna fucking try here. Now that I've gone down the card once, hit me with the horror sci-fi. Who directed District Nine? Neil Blomkamp, Peter Jackson, or Steven Spielberg? Neil Blomkamp. Blomkamp. Yeah, that is correct. I always say his name wrong. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Neil. I don't know Blomkamp. Blomkamp. I don't fucking know. You make good stuff. I enjoy your flicks. Yes. The chappy. Oh yeah. The uh the one with uh uh Jason Bourne. That was a good one. Jason Bourne. I like that one. 
Um, well, sir, what are you what are you winning the day with? I'm gonna try with the comedy animation, please. Mm. Shit. Risky. <laughs> I have to ask you this one because it's just too perfect. John Goodman and Billy Crystal voice monsters in what 2001 Pixar movie? I made it there, Dennis. I gotta relax. Because <laughs> I didn't just say the name of the fucking answer. Okay. Monsters, Inc. For the win. That is my final answer. That is correct. You took it, sir. There you go. Fucking notching his belt. Look at that for you. I'm back, bitch. There you are. You don't don't need... You can handle your own business now. You don't need someone handling you. It's like Amanda Bynes. Affairs. I'm get myself a little little heart shaped tattoo above my uh, left eye. I'm, I'm, I'm there you go. Oh my god, yeah. Make it like solid though. Don't just do an outline. You got to fill it in. Fuck no. You got to fill that <laughs> shit. And some people are like, "Why wow, you got a heart on your face?" I'm like, "My name's Adam Hart, bitch." It's <laughs> my last name. Cuz I'm this. <laughs> Cuz I learned from the Amanda show. Man, 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 Amanda. All right, sir. You ready for a a fucking review or two or nine or, or ten. Yeah. Let's get to it. And I got to make up for that miss, miss time here. that we are. Ambulance. I'm sorry, brother. Sorry that I brought you into this. I just wanted things to be the way they used to be. That's my brother, Will. I could use some help. My wife needs this surgery. This is real life. How's that right? You put your life down on the line for this country? You leave your family, your home? How much do you need? 231. How about more? 32 million. And I need an extra man. I came to you for a loan. Look, have I ever gotten you anything that I couldn't get you out of? It's time for you to do something for your family. What can I do you for, officer? We're just doing a transfer in the back. I'll lay you in in 20 minutes. Uh, If I could just get it done real quick, because I'm on the clock, promise not to rob the place. (laughs) Seriously, because that would be bad for my job. (laughs) I promise. All right, right. right, come on. Okay. (laughs) Let's go, D. You are all going to have the greatest story to tell at dinner tonight. Get out! Don't shoot a cop! Lock everything down. Nothing gets out. All the leaves are brown. Stop! Get out! What do you want? Just gonna borrow it. I got a cop shot. I gotta get him to the hospital. I'm gonna need you to help us. Why don't you help us? We're doing hostages now. We're not crashing into this ambulance. We got a brother cop on board. Do you have EMT experience? Combat three eyes. You're a soldier? Yeah. We are trying to save you. One, two, three. Hey! Don't you move! Oh, 
You think you're so tough with that gun? Yo, Daddy, relax. I gotta get back to my wife and my son. Does your wife know you're up, Banks? We're not the bad guys. We're just the guys trying to get home. We don't get to walk off into the sunset. Danny, everybody knows how dangerous you are. Do you? You get your helos out of here now! I'm gonna get you back home, little brother. I'm gonna get everybody home. Two, bro- two brothers, a botched bank heist. I was going to say robbery, but heist just sounded more classy heist, in my it book. Is, it is After two brothers, played by Jake Gyllenhaal and yeah, yeah, Abdul Martin II, uh, have a botched uh, bank robbery. Uh, the only way out is by hijacking an ambulance that has a cop that was shot. And ironically, shot by one of the of brothers. Course. And then there's a giant fucking manhunt for these two brothers. The the biggest manhunt throughout fucking Los Angeles. Uh, they're all over Los Angeles, left and right. Freeways, back roads, everything. Nothing. I mean, there's some cars on the road, but it's not, not your typical standard fare. They're being hunted down and... They 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 hold all the cards and it's it's a drama and there's a lot of a lot of lot a lot a lot of action yeah. a lot of cars getting fucked up the cops don't know how to drive cars very well I want to shit on this film Dennis I was watching it just saying fuck this film yeah. okay. fuck this film but boy God it kept my 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 heart racing it was fun it was entertaining the actors were having fun I fun I think. So I had fun. Do you have to see it in the theater? No. Do you have to see it? No. But but wanna wanna have a little romp? Check it out. Okay, so two two slices isn't uh, is not bad. But it's so you get a, yeah. get a little thrill, get a little action. I'm guessing you you're not yeah. thinking too hard in this one. You're just kind of you're not thinking hard at all. You're just you're just letting it out. All right. Okay. And 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 might I say it has. Everything you need in a Michael Bay film, but no real explosions. For, well, no, there's an explosion here or there, but I mean, there there's little little camera angles. There's fast cuts. There's a, you know what you're getting into. Okay, I, I like that though. That stuff's fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He take he was taking a break from hanging out with the Transformers, so I I, I respect that. It's like a runaway hit, I think. No, it's not a hit. <laughs> Nobody cared for it. Oh man! Uh, speaking of hits uh, and and vehicles trying to get away, I got I got something trying to get away in the next review here. We're talking about nineteen oh. a nineteen eighty four flick starring Tom Selleck called Runaway. It is the future, mysteriously spreading across an unsuspecting city. Machines trained to serve humans are turning against them. What do you got, Jerry? Model 912. Cut up two people inside the house. I'm going in. You're going in. We can send a disarm robot in. Hit the floater. It'll hit the disarm. And any minute, it's going to decide to hit the kid. An ingenious conspiracy has begun. 
and someone has to stop the madman who started it all. We've got a non-standard chip here. Can turn any domestic computer into a killing machine. Working late at night all by yourself. I just had a few things to finish up. No, no big I deal. insist. Let me help you. No. Bugs detected. Not a lot of bugs, Jackie. I thought it was Queen. Luther really wants to keep track of you. Why is that, Jackie? This is a bad guy. He's killed five so far. I want him. I'm telling you, I can't go out there. I can't go out. your name on it this isn't a runaway this is murder we're never gonna make it through this one runaway tom Selleck, cynthia rhodes gene simmons runaway Tri-Star Pictures. Ooh, that's right. We're we're in the future. We've got robots working for humans. Uh, there is a whole task force uh, in the police department that is just dedicated to uh, handling runaway robots, things that have gone haywire in situations where it's dangerous for human beings. So their their job is to just try to uh, settle whatever's going on, whether it's just turning the thing off or figuring out how to blow up the robot or whatever the fuck the thing is. Uh, I, I do, because it's like this really schlocky, awesome 80s like poster I found for it. I'd love to read the, the tagline they have on there for it. It is the future. Machines intended to do our work are being programmed to turn against us. Someone must stop the madman who started it all. And that's the, that would be Mr. Selleck. Um, this is, oh. uh, like I said, it's called Runaway came out in 1984 this was actually written and directed by mr michael Crichton himself if you folks are recognize that name that's you should of jurassic park fame this is the writer of the novel and the, the script itself um this is a uh, very interesting cast of characters i you're going to recognize a lot of faces especially if you liked watching like 80s 90s tv um Gene Simmons, of all people, is the villain. I fucking love that. He's just got a creepy face the whole time. Sign yeah. me up. Uh, Kirstie Alley is, is, plays a, a small ca- a role in the, in the film. Look who's talking. Um, and then you got some other just like kind of character actors that um, it, you'll, you'd recognize from other TV shows and stuff. Uh, Stan Shaw, G.W. Bailey, Michael Paul Chan. Uh, all of them. I'm, what's funny is, and then almost all of them, I think I've seen play cops and other stuff. But uh, yeah, it's an interesting cast. Um, you start to see right away, you know, maybe this wasn't the biggest budgeted movie of 1984. <laughs> I was kind of coming to this um, just as something kind of schlocky, fun to watch. I did, you know, you know me. I like trying to find these uh, these kind of hit. I don't know, hidden gems, I guess from the eighties and nineties that I feel like kind of, we don't really talk about anymore. And I was like, I've seen this movie get pushed around from one streaming service to another. Let's fucking check it out. So as, as I stated, it's, it's a pretty cut and dry plot. 
uh, we see some robots going haywire. He's got to go stop them. Uh, at one point, there's a, a housekeeper robot that kills the, and the, it's in this family home. Rosie the robot? Uh, well, kind of. Um, they're not quite that, like, they don't have faces and stuff. They're pretty, like, basic looking uh, robots, but they're very specific to their task. Um, like, it's not super deep future. It's supposed to be, like, relatively nearby. Um, well, this robot kills this, uh, kills half this family. The husband is outside. He's freaking out. There's an infant baby inside. We got to go save the baby. We blow up the robot, find out it, it's uh, inside as they're taking inside the robot. The take it back to the police department. They're taking it apart to see what went wrong. Why did it slaughter half the family? And there are these microchips that weren't supposed to be in there that they had found. And they're noticing in these other string of incidents where people were getting killed by robots. They're finding these uh, these chips. And it turns out someone's manufacturing these things. Uh, they're they're going to sell them to the highest bidder. And uh, there's this whole like scheme to try to get big bashers of them and sell the the originals and the blueprints to whoever wants to pay the most for them. And we have characters who are trying to prevent it from happening. To be honest, it's it's pretty convoluted and it gets cheesy really fast. There's really very little pushing this forward other than the bad guy wants to be a bad guy. And that's really it. There's there's no motivation as to why really anything's happening other than this is what I do. This is why I'm doing it. Uh, the story is not Legit. really that great. I, what's funny is I can see a lot of there's a lot of other movies that are very adjacent to this. Yeah, I Robot. I mean, there's um, what was that uh, Bruce Willis movie where you you got the the doubles? Yeah, something like that. I yeah, think, it's like there's know. a lot of films i can recall that are quite similar to this story but i kind of like this is like it's like a low rent blade runner it's like if blade Runner wasn't 200 years in the future this is like 50 years in the future and it very much felt like it i thought they did a great job of actually describing what the near future would be like funny enough there's three distinct pieces of technology used throughout the film that although were seen as futuristic they are now like in everyday use today one of them being drones used a shitload in this movie and it's like they tried to make him look super high tech and sci-fi and it's like this it's so funny how basic these things are now that you can just go down to like a fucking a drugstore and buy a toy one versus there's so many businesses and companies that now use uh professional grade versions of these things i thought that was kind of neat um tablets were used a few times one of them specifically he's coming home late from work he's he no, he does, he knows his kid is watching TV, yet we're realizing there's no TV. He goes into his kid's room, pulls the comforter back, and here he is hiding under the blanket watching like a show on a tablet. And it's like, that's totally what fucking kid, you know, because we'll be doing now. Uh, and then uh, doorbell cameras. Yes. They were able to uh, replay the recording from what was the equivalent to like a ring or something in order to just try to figure out what was happening. And I thought it was funny that that is exactly how it was used. And it's like, yep, we use all of that shit now. Um, it's it kind of a fun movie, but God, it just got, it just started to drag. I got to be honest, I started falling asleep towards the end. His fear of heights was not like an endearing quality and just made it kind of annoying. The, the reasons why they moved any, anywhere in the city just made no fucking sense. It was pretty fucking cheesy. <laughs> um, although they had some pretty neat effects like, uh, Gene Simmons' character had this uh, heat-seeking gun where the bullets could, like, you would assign targets to individual bullets, and they would fly around corners, and they would they could turn into loops and 
go all around, like just do crazy shit. And they would do it from the perspective of, uh, the camera would move in the perspective of the bullet. So it looked kind of cool. Uh, but not enough to carry a whole film. This was fucking cheesy. It would be hard for me to like really give you a good enough reason to really go watch this unless you just really like watching some fucking Tom Selleck selicking it up with that classy ass mustache. Uh, I'm going to give Runaway one and a half slices. If you want to go check it out, it is over on uh, Amazon Prime right now. But uh, I know it does skip around. I remember back a while back seeing it over on Netflix and just didn't watch it over there. But if it's not on Amazon, I'm sure you're going to find it on one of the other uh, uh, major streaming services shortly. But yeah. Well, that's legit. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I, I got, I got, I got a story coming up of a true life story here. I got, a, I got a film called Father Stew. Oh, yeah? I figured it out. Yeah. Seventh time's a charm. I'm being actor. Oh, God. You don't belong with those L.A. folks. They're a bunch of fascist hippies. What brings you here? And I figured no better place to be discovered than the supermarket. Hey, did I see you on a television series? You do movies? You don't work in the entertainment industry at all? No, man. You still know you're fussing with this truck? I'm a son. I'm just borrowing it. I reckon it's a few months worth of cleanups on aisle four to pay off a DUI impound. What can I get for you, miss? I got beef. I can see that. Hey! Hey! Let's not waste either of our time. I'm a Catholic. Well, ain't that what confession's for? You can't date someone who isn't baptized. I thought you was gonna say Hispanic. Where's the water? I'll do it now. I know I'm not what you used to. And not what you deserve either. Life's gonna give you a gut full of reasons to be angry. You only need one to be grateful. Oh, I think God saw something in you worth saving, but it's up to you to decide what you've got to offer. It's the place you told me you believed in me. I thought it makes sense being back here to do this. Your son is about to make a huge mistake. Well, I'm gonna be a priest. For Halloween. Mm. I'm praying for you, Bill. Don't you dare. You're violating my rights. There's a man going round taking names. We've all been wrong, and we've all done some wrong. But he came to forgive us. Everybody won't be treated all the same. There's no easy way to deliver this news. You have a progressive muscle disorder. The muscles weaken until they cease to function. Is there anything it doesn't mess with? Yeah, erectile function. I'm trying to be a priest, pal. The wise men will bow down before the throne. I want no, I want no doubt. Why? It's late. And at his feet, they'll cast their golden crown. Man don't lose when he gets knocked down, but when he won't get up. Ah, baby. There is concern amongst the diocese that your infirmity will render you unable to be a priest. Listen to the words long written down. What you guys get, one phone call a week in here? Who you gonna call, huh? When no one else gives a shit what you got to say, God does. When the man comes around. He ain't giving up on you. Don't you dare go giving up on yourself. Hear the trumpets, hear the pipers. One hundred million angels singing. Where are you going? Well, I gotta get your ass to church on time. Who are you here to visit, sir? Father Stu. You and everybody else. 
I wish you would pray for an easy life, but the strength to endure a difficult one. Well, you can't say I never gave you nothing. Yeah, I skipped over thanking you. Went straight to the source. Exclusively in movie theaters. Who are you? This, yeah, this, this, this is uh, Marky Mark. Oh, yeah. He's, uh, he's a boxer. He, uh, he kind of is a shitty guy. He, uh, he drinks and drives. Uh, he, uh, he, he, he was an atheist. He, uh, he wants to impress a girl who's not going to have sex because she's super religious. And he gets baptized. And after he gets baptized, he goes to the bar and he's drinking. And like this, this straggly guy tries telling him, hey, man, life is tough. But just think about the good things in life. And, and he gets in this, this big act that he should die in. But then... Uh, the the out of nowhere comes uh, the Virgin Mary talking to him, and he survives this life shattering fucking accident, and uh, he realizes he found God, and now he wants to devote his life to being a priest. And uh, the, the, the 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 they don't want to accept him. They they don't want him to be a priest. But he's like, oh, you're gonna you're gonna accept me, all right, Malcolm McDowell. <laughs> you're gonna take me. And then uh, he becomes a damn good priest, but then he gets a, a life-shattering disease, and uh, they decide it's a little bit too much. Uh, so he kind of has to deal with that, but he doesn't want to give up. He wants to give back to the people. He, he wants to spread the good word of the Lord. And uh, you're getting powerhouse performances here. His dad's played by uh, Mel Gibson. His mom's played by Jackie Weaver. Uh, and even he goes through a transformation. He looks like a uh, regular Marky Mark in the beginning. And then he puts on a lot of weight. And uh, he's given a great performance uh, all around. It's, it's pretty good. It's a bit long, a lot long in the tooth. It's about two hours and five minutes, okay. give or take. Uh, but I'll give I'll give Father Stu uh, two two slices of toast as well on this one. Oh, nice. All right, not bad. It's sounds like a like a heartwarming yeah. drama, life changing experience kind of. It is. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and they they don't for for a movie about religious they don't force it in your face. Was, it's it's there. That was going to be one of my questions too. I was kind of curious about that, but okay, it's more the setting than we're not trying to make it a religious film. Okay. No, 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 not really. It's, it's not those types of films. I mean, maybe it is. I don't know. But in my eyes, nice. I didn't okay. this one. Uh, no, that sounds interesting. I remember yeah. hearing a, hearing about this one coming down the pipe, and I wasn't familiar with the, the true story it was based on. So I was like, all right. All right, Mac. Yeah. Yeah. He's got <laughs> you know. it. He works hard. He does. He, we, we work hard, too. Making those billions. Bajillions and bajillions. Oh. More more than you probably hmm. were ever worth. You're just going to keep telling people you're worth more than anything. Eventually telling people you're worth one and a half trillion dollars, even though you're not. Uh, <laughs> if if that any of that sounded somewhat familiar, that's a little segue there into my next review. That is WeWork, or The Making and Breaking of a $47 billion Unicorn. A friend of mine called me up and said, there's this new thing, I can't tell you anything about it right now. I promise you are going to want to be a part of it. The next revolution is the We Revolution. Adam Newman sounded like a mythical figure, but it was a lot of smoke and mirrors. When somebody tells you they're changing the world and you are helping them do that, it feels really special. The future is about being part of something greater than yourself. I believed every word that came out of Adam's mouth. 
Adam told me I was going to be a millionaire. WeWork wanted to become the next Facebook, the next Google. It became this poster child for this growing trend of flexible offices. They had already reached a billion dollar valuation. WeWork was the most overvalued company in the world. They were willing to spend any amount of money. When I say they're serving alcohol, they are serving alcohol. Make some noise! Everything about WeWork was propaganda. For God's sakes, they're running desks. Are they faking it till they make it? Uh. The sales guy comes to me and he says, this is some kind of cult. Adam was getting interest from one of the richest people in Japan. They gave Adam Newman $4 billion and said, go crazy. It was like flushing cash down the toilet. Are you profitable? Right now we're in a very high growth stage. You can actually choose when to be profitable. What? Rebecca was Adam's wife. His co-founder was shunted aside. Adam wanted Rebecca to share the spotlight. Adam was totally erratic. We had tracking bracelets on. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. You would talk about being president of the world. You tell a 30-something male he's Jesus Christ, he's inclined to believe you. WeWork went from a $47 billion valuation to near bankruptcy in just six weeks. This is who I am. This is what I do. Suddenly, this company is a laughing stock. It was weak for everybody except for Adam. Okay, I got it. So uh, this is a documentary over on Hulu, actually. But uh, funny enough, quick quick sidestep. What got me to watch this was uh, my wife and I actually started watching uh, We Crashed, the Apple Plus series uh, starring Jared Leto and... Uh, Oh my God! Why can't I think of her name? It's Anne Hathaway. Anne there you Hathaway. go. I was about to say Princess Diaries. Um, Anne Hathaway. <laughs> um, I, I, I think you get decent performances in there. But what I was curious about was more of the information of the story. You know, like I wanted, I wanted a little bit more laid out of A to B. How did how did we get there? And uh, to come in kind of armed with some of that, rather than just kind of watch this acting piece, which. It's it's all right, but the documentary, on the other hand, very interesting. I will say, Jared Leto's fucking kicking ass playing uh, this guy Adam, the founder of the company. My God, he he got the look and just the feeling of the guy down really well. Um, so WeWork tells the story of this the final death throes of this company called WeWork, uh, which was a company that was started that would lease out, you would rent out desk space in their offices. That's it. This is a company that rents out desk spaces for small businesses. And they would buy, they would rent out floors of buildings, uh, convert them into these rentable things. Uh, actually a few years ago, Val went to look at one of their locations uh, out in Burbank uh, with her last business. And it was, it sounded weird. Um, very much like a dorm lifestyle, but they're all about like, we're going to change the world and people working, working together. And this is all about the, the betterment of humanity. And they're just saying all this bullshit that just sounds like they're blowing smoke up your ass. And he's just a fucking huckster. Like 
it's all about these grand concepts. And it's like, and then what's funny is they keep repeating this throughout the film. Different people will word it slightly differently, but they'll all try to make the same point of, dude, you're just renting desk space. Like there's no way this thing was ever worth the, the staggering volume of money it, you claimed it was. And just the weird, crazy, big tech company shit that they would do. Um, the last six weeks of this, of, of this company, while he, uh, Adam was still attached to it, was just wild. They would do weird shit. Uh, they had this, they had summer, these summer camps, these three-day-long events where it was like a giant frat party. But then they would have wellness retreats and eight hour long speeches that they would give of team building. And it was just like nonsense. At one point, he starts comparing himself to God in one recorded event. Um, they're, they're just odd people. The, the main couple that started, uh, they're Adam's wife, uh, who ended, ended up joining into the company later. It was wild to just kind of watch this like thing unravel and it's what the parallels we were drawing while watching this was kind of like, oh my God, this guy was like in another life or in this one, he very just as easily could have been a cult leader because that is just his personality. He's very enigmatic. He's very like, he gets you excited and invested about whatever you're talking about. If, um, if, if you're at all interested in making your, leaving your mark on the world, this is a guy that would convince you he's going to help you do it. And he, he was able to get a shitload of money to get this thing moving and just was mind boggling. And this guy is just wild. Just like the Tommy Wiseau of fucking big business. And then was just like this poster child for doing all this huge stuff. The, uh, but I digress. The documentary itself was very interesting. They were actually interviewed several people who used to work with, with WeWork. They used to live in the, we live, uh, um, living communities talking about the very almost cult-like hold it has on your life and how these people, like when you moved into a WeLive building and you worked at a WeWork company, it you cut out most other people in your life. You, If you had friends who lived outside of WeLive, you probably stopped talking to them. This was apparently very common. Uh, it, it was just a very cult-like culture that you're just always in each other's shit. And once it started to finally all come apart or people started... It was like once people saw they were able to get out and get their head out of the clouds, once they were able to get out of the smoke, it's like they they cleared their heads and were just like, oh, my God, really? This is what I, I really got this excited about this shit. And it, it, it was very interesting. Um, guy never got in trouble. In fact, uh, after kind of inflating the value of his company as to astronomical levels, however, he moved the money around. He still ended up getting away with like fucking five hundred million dollars and. He's still doing this type of shit in in different fields now. Um, I think they're trying to open a school or something now. That's where the documentary ended, but it's fascinating. It's kind of it like almost reminds me of like a murder mystery, uh, the the kind of stuff, the true crime things I've kind of been watching lately. But the crime here is convincing people we give a damn about you. They're like convincing people we are going to change the world. They're not going to change the world. They just want your fucking money. Um, that was that was it was interesting. Uh, I'm gonna give uh, WeWork two and a half slices. That is over again on Hulu. If you wish to check that out, I still I, I would highly recommend it. If you found any of that that story interesting and this the rise and fall of this business, it's 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 nuts just to see this beast rear its head and then just shatter to pieces.
Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a fun thing. That's fun. Huh. It's just interesting, right? You know, I've, I wondered. I, I wondered what that whole uh, WeWork scandal stuff was about. It, it's interesting they uh, kind of spoofed that WeWork lifestyle uh, in the uh, first season of the reboot continuation uh, adult version oh my of Carly because I watched that. Oh man! But um, yeah. So I I, I got a, I got an interesting film here, Dennis. This is a an indie film that I feel like a lot of people are talking about right now called Everything Everywhere All at Once. This is Wang. This is Wang. Mrs. Wang, are you with us? I am paying attention. Now you may only see a pile of receipts, but I see a story. I can see where this story is going. It does not look good. from another universe. I'm here because we need your help. Very busy today. Uh, no time to help you. Across the multiverse, I've seen thousands of Evelyns. You can access all their memories, their emotions, even their skills. There's a great evil spreading throughout the many verses. And you... Maybe your only chance of stopping it. Don't make me fight you. I am really good. I don't believe you. Wow, that looks really good. He's waiting in the wings. The universe. He speaks of senseless things. Is so much bigger than you and me. Than you realize. Of all the places I could be, I just want to be here with you. Remember our mission concerning the fate of every single world of our infinite multiverse. There's no way I am the Evelyn you are looking for. Every rejection, every disappointment has led you here to this moment. Don't let anything distract you from it. This this is an interesting movie. This is giving a uh, uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness a run for its money. It's about a uh, a woman who is overworked. Uh, she she runs a laundromat and a hotel, and she she's like the matriarch of her family, and uh, she just overworks herself and wants her family. She she wants her husband to work harder and be harder. Uh, she wants her daughter not to uh, unfortunately be who she is meant to be. Education doesn't really want 
anyone in her daughter's a lesbian. Her husband wants to divorce her. And uh, as all this is happening, her businesses are kind of floundering. Uh, she's being audited by the IRS. And uh, if that wasn't bad enough, as this is all happening, this this multiverse opens and her husband from another multiverse or another dimension comes by and like request her help. And like all these weird things start unfolding. We see her life. If she went in different directions, like she's an actress in one, she is a chef in another. She's married to Jamie Lee Curtis and they have <laughs> hot dog fuck? fingers, uh, uh, a bunch of random things. And like, uh, and there's big epic fight scenes and there's small intimate moments. There's, a little bit of everything in this film and it's it's crazy i saw this movie uh in an afternoon showing probably at like two o'clock and it was a oh, packed man. house and i haven't heard an audience laugh this hard <laughs> at something in a while uh oddly enough i wasn't laughing as much as these people and that, that made me question what's wrong with me but i mean i understand what they enjoyed about it and uh it was very unique and very original but i don't know a little long in my in my opinion uh, but uh, I will say all the uh, actors are giving it there. They're all here. And it's interesting. I'm like, who plays this husband? This guy is fantastic. Oh, wow. He hasn't done a lot of acting. Oh, wow. He's short round no from way. Indiana Jones. Wow. That, that's, Holy that's shit. him all that's grown cool. up. up. Fantastic. They bring us here and there. Uh, Jenny Slate. Uh, of course, our main character here is played by the uh, wonderful... Uh, uh, what's her I name? Michelle her. Yao. So awesome. um, James Hong plays awesome her father. Too. Like I said, Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie she Lee is Curtis, Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. As well. uh, she she is very courteous. Uh, she's a fantastic woman. Uh, and you know, it's just it's just a very unique, interesting movie. And I'm happy to see uh, people are really digging it. Um, for me, I, I'd give it two okay. and a half slices right. of toast. Not, not a bad flick. Not a bad flick. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, I'm glad you didn't uh, didn't burst the bubble on on that one. I was I was getting excited to check that one out. So no, not I, at I'm all. I'm glad. I'm still looking forward to that. I I, I encourage nice, everyone nice. to check it out. I mean, you could stay at home and watch a movie made for Netflix if you want to. I guess I don't know. I'm you not probably what to do with your time. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm not sure if I would recommend. <laughs> well. Depending on which one, let's, let's let's just not tip our hat too soon, I guess. Um, let's 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 chat about the bubble, Adam. I think we both checked that one out. Mm. We're almost at the nest. That sounds like a baby crying for its mama. Now that was a great take. Welcome to the start of production of Cliff Beast 6. Thank you for joining us in our bubble. Please make sure you're wearing proper PPE. Physical touch is, of course, off the table. <laughs> so I would recommend making sweet eyes at each other. I'll show you what that looks like. This is so exciting. It's like my movie posters have come to life. You will soon learn to hate these people. 
we are one of two movies in production right now. If we fail, the studio is going to go down. I'm not a magician. I know you're not a fucking magician. If you were a fucking magician, you'd pull a movie out of your ass. Oh my God, it's Minnie Driver. Oh, I love her. This movie's gonna make the world forget about all their problems. Yeah! What we're doing is edgy. Yeah! It's real. Crystal just did a fucking TikTok with a dinosaur. Hey guys, I don't feel so good. Some of you tested positive for influenza. Lauren! I think something's up with Lauren. Which is the good virus? Should we be concerned about, you know, this level of vomit? There's some really crazy shit going down on the Clifty set right now. Hey, Gunther, why do you look like Benedict Cumberbatch right now? Hello, I'm Dr. Strange. I don't like it. Stop being Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, I'm a big bag hunter with the bow. She got a big bag, drop her, drop her low. Mama called me. They're keeping us here against our will. There's been a breach. I don't really ever want to talk, talk, talk. Send It is getting real on Cliff Beasts. I'm a big bag hunter with the Mama called me and she happy with Are you nervous to meet the dinosaurs? Mom, they're not real. I thought there was an elephant wearing a mask or something. Yes, Judd Apatow's The Bubble. What a film, what Dennis. A film. Two weeks ago when we last recorded. I, uh, I I tried watching it. And my girlfriend just gave up, and I'm like, "Yep, I, I, I get this. This is pointless." What's the rundown? Is a COVID truck? Uh, there's a Jurassic Park style movie, and all the actors are being quarantined in a bubble in this hotel, and they're shooting and. There's uh, lockdowns happening. People are getting sick. People are at odds, and it's two and a half Holy hours. Holy fucking shit! Yes. Who the fuck? Uh, yeah. To pick up where he left off, it's two and a half hours of. There's such a big cast, and there's so many little stories they try to give each and every person. We're just trudging through all of this bullshit to get to the next thing. And I, to be to be quite honest, it's almost like there's so many people. I kind of don't care about any of them. I, at least that was my problem. It was just like, mm -hmm. they, we don't spend enough time. And then the people we do spend a lot of time with just start getting annoying. And the people who are annoying at the beginning ended up being yeah. the people I laughed at the most. If you know, just let's mm -hmm. give them romantic eyes. Uh, Gunther was fucking hilarious. I, all that, all the cheap jokes that are like, uh, anyway, uh, here, I mean, let's, mm. let's hear, let's rattle off the cast. There's quite a cast in here. Karen yeah, Gillian yes, yes, is the is like let, the star. Of, a, she was the star of the movie, but now she's kind of getting replaced by a, a younger yep. cast member. Uh, Iris yes. Apatow, uh, Peter uh, Sir Sarah Fanowitz is like the he's like the producer of the movie. He's trying to fucking keep all of this shit together, and I love his very dry delivery and like he <laughs> he has he's always had a great presence on camera of mm -hmm. like. He needs to. He needs to be. He's a straight man, but he always has that tone of like that comedic tone in the room. And I, I always like seeing him on camera. But that's all he is this entire movie. He doesn't get mm -hmm. fucking anything else. Um, uh, Goose Khan. Yeah. He's funny. He's really fucking it. funny. 
but he's in like 10 minutes of the movie. Same thing with Leslie Mann. Yes, and 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 if you're wondering who he is, uh, he's uh, from uh, Ar- Army of Thieves, the one one of the great yes. safecracker guys. Fantastic. Uh, we got oh, Pedro Pascal. Right. We got the Maria, uh, the the woman who plays uh, Borat's daughter. Uh, Did, Daisy yeah. Ridley pops up here and there. Kate McKinnon, Fred Armisen as a director <laughs> who had a big Sundance winning award movie that he shot on his, by on work his at Home Depot on yeah, his cell Keegan phone. Keegan-Michael Key, who's like starting a cult. With, like he's like a washed up actor that and he can't <laughs> even get like anyone to start to like join his cult. Uh, Leslie Mann. David Duchovny. Uh, she was, again, yes. she's like, to me, was one of the funniest ones. And then she leaves halfway through the movie. She just, she's gone. Uh, David Duchovny mm-hmm. making fun of himself the whole movie. He's just talking about how he's like a sex addict. Pretty sure. much the whole time. Uh, it, anybody who's checked out the fantastic stick HBO Max show, เอ่อฮีอ่าฮีสวอนซ์วอนซ์วอนซ์วอนซ์วอนซ์วอนซ์วอนซ์วอนซ์วอนซ์วอนซ์วอนซ์วอนซ์วอนซ์วอนซ์
Netflix. We blame you, Netflix. <laughs> uh, Adam, I'm gonna drop my gonna drop my slices, man. Uh, I'm gonna give it one. Slices isn't even not like fair. I'm gonna gonna give it okay. one slice. You know, I, I'm not gonna lie. I would have been with you if you had I only watched the first. Thirty minutes. It's not only two hours. It's an it's an it for three hours. Um, but looking back and finishing it, I, I I gave it a little more respect for. I'll give it two slices, but it's it's a fine line. Dennis isn't far off. I think with the one slice. Yeah, man. I it's like I can't even recommend. Like I'm to the point. I wouldn't even recommend it to anybody if you didn't already watch it yourself by now. Like if 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 it didn't sound remotely interesting, then don't even fucking bother. Yeah. Speaking of COVID and hard watches, Dennis, right before COVID closed down theaters, I attempted to see a movie probably <laughs> three or four times in theaters and had a very hard time watching it. And that was Sonic the Hedgehog I, because oh, I was yeah. working oh, at sure. the time and I kept trying to see it after 13, 14 hour days. But I finally watched it and I said, oh, that's a fine movie. But we recently got Sonic the Hedgehog uh, 2. That we did. Uh, that just came out. And uh, I'm going to review that. Guess what? Sonic the Hedgehog 2, let's let's play that clip right now. These rings signify the commitment. So help me, Thomas! Sorry, sorry. Life or death situation, I need you to use the ring to save me. Like, right now. Snow, my God. Oh, boy. Ah, Hawaii. I just hope we are not too late. Oh, Lord, there are two of them now. What's happening? Uh, okay, quick version. Robotnik is back. I discovered the source of ultimate power. We need to get it back or the world is doomed. You brought some kind of... Space porcupine. I am an echidna warrior. Hmm. Hedgehog. It's time to say goodbye to humanity. Welcome to the new norm. This is your moment to be the big hero. Bad time to say this, but I don't actually have a plan. Hey, you got a little something on your... Uh, please. Someone call an Uber? It's cold in here. Let's turn up the heat. Winter Soldier. Fear not, citizen. You are terrible at this. Your negative attitude is not helping. <laughs> we stick together, no matter what. You're unskilled. Hang on! Untrained. <laughs> Unworthy. You forgot one. Unstoppable. Really bad at punching. Uh, 
All right, what a trailer that was. Um, this this movie kind of picks up where we last left off, and uh, I made Yay. it through the whole movie without falling asleep, so that's that's kudos to me in my sad life. Um, but it, they they add more to it. This this uh, this is about Sonic trying to become a man, almost okay. like his family, kind of mother and father, kind of on a vacation. He has to hold down the fort, but guess what? Doctor Robotnik shows up and tears his life apart with the help of a. Uh, from our uh, trying to make this this chick can help control the world and make their dreams come true, and uh, Sonic has help from his new buddy uh, Tails, yeah. who uh, shows up and he's a big fan of Sonic, voiced by the actual uh, actress that voices the the video That's game awesome. character, which was a nice touch, and. Uh, and it's kind of like this. This movie is smart. It it, it has so many Easter eggs uh, uh, about the game. Little names of things pop up here and there. You'll see worlds. You'll hear music. You'll so many little things. And I'm like, ah, this this is what I wanted out of the first one. It does rehash a little bit of the first one, but it it okay. brings new stuff to the table and it adds more. And uh, everyone's giving it their all. Uh, Jim nice, Carrey's nice. doing his Jim Carrey stuff. Uh, Edis Elba is doing a good Knuckles. Uh, uh, oh, Ben <laughs> Schwartz, uh, he is just just killing it, man. He, he, he I, I can't tell if he's improving some of the li- these lines. I can't tell if it's all written, but it's fast talking. He really brings this character life. I, 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 I love it. James Marsden, uh, uh, God, uh, the, oh, the woman who plays his yeah. wife. Hell, even his sister-in-law. Oh, she came back. Uh, fantastic everyone gets to shine she yep they're they're going to her wedding uh and of course sonic fucks that up and then yeah things happen and so a lot of things pay off from the first movie into this movie in in this movie i think it's funny three slips test and i I sat on a cat next to, uh, unfortunately, kids, and they were loving it. And uh, so I, I think this is a crowd pleaser for people who love the video game, uh, kids, for for, awesome. for family oh, members, everyone. I had a great time when I finally yeah. got around to the first one. It's like, holy shit. It is a nice, like, heartwarming flick. So I, I was excited for the second one, and I'm you've maintained my excitement, sir. I'm, I'm really pumped to go check that one out. Hopefully... Good dude to hear oh, that. I, 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 nice. Oh, yeah. I so think this one I'd like, like to try to catch in the theater before it jumps on out of there. I'd like to see some classic Jim Carrey and, you know, and everyone. Everyone's just firing in all cylinders in that one. Um, yeah. It's, it's hard to choose. It's hard to choose who yeah. the who the best uh, cast member might be. So I'm not going to make a choice. My, no, no, no. And and I was a little hesitant. uh uh, because uh, they before the movie even came out, they were like, "Oh, we're giving Knuckles his own TV spinoff," and it's like, "What? Some Paramount Plus?" But I'm like, "All right, I can I can follow that where the movie leads off." And guess what? There's a post credit scene where they're teasing a Uh-oh. bigger, badder bad guy oh. coming. And uh, I'm, it's like, I'm, I'm not as well versed in the uh, the Sonic lore, so I'm not sure. I'm not sure who else that that is. So I'm excited. I'm curious to hear that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, no, no. For those those who like the game, uh, they'll be oh, pretty satisfied. Nice, I think. I was I always like yeah. a good a good game, especially a classic. It is what it is. <laughs> well, folks, if you haven't guessed yet, 
my next review, and uh, I think this will be my last review for the episode, is another Netflix film, this one called Choose or Die. Congratulations. You are worthy. And remember, reality is cursed. You're not special. You are fire. Saw the eviction notice. This used to be a good neighborhood. What's this? Cursor. The 125 grand prize. There are a ton of unclaimed prizes from retro games. Could be easy money. You know Wilkie's on 37th? Yes, I do. Meet me there tonight at 1.30. It's a date. It's a deal. It's not like anything I've ever seen before. It seemed to affect reality. Choose, Kayla. Choose or die. Clean up. Stop! How was he doing that? It's almost putting the words on the screen before I say them. I don't see how a video game can kill someone. The more the cursed suffer, the more the cursor benefits. If it sent you here, it can't be for anything good. It's gonna hurt. We gotta choose, Caleb. I think you might be what it was looking for. So this is a horror film that uh, takes place in the present day, but uh, we get some classic 80s flair, not only in the kick-ass soundtrack. I love the score. I love the heavy synth 80s like kind of sound that they got going through, very kind of John Carpenter-esque. But this film take, is about a, a video game from the 80s, like some really archaic technology. It's like on a, it, it looks like a cassette tape. Um we meet uh, meet this guy. There's this this guy who looks like he's not so happy living in his house with his shitty kid and his and his wife, who's they're just screaming at each other, having this gnarly fight. And he just grabs a beer from the kitchen, heads back into his man cave. Uh, this, this is a character named Hal. He's played by uh, Eddie Marsan. Um, you may recognize from uh, At World's End. Um, so he fires up this game he found. Ray John, there you go. Um, and uh, he, he fires up this old, this old game, trying to figure out what what it is. Figured it'd be fun to pop this thing in, and it's like a text adventure. Uh, it's supposed to be like a creepy. You know, there's like skulls on screen, and I like this kind of old sort of animation we got going on. Um, and the choice, what's what he notices though, is weird shit. Like it starts describing like what he's doing. He picks his beer up, takes a drink, and sets it back down on his desk. And then it described the narrator in the game describes everything he's doing. The next thing that comes up on screen is uh, 
your was it your wife's ear or your son's tongue and he's like what and it's and then the and then the title of the film pops up choose or die and it keeps repeating the question and he's and he stands up like he's trying to walk away from his computer it emits this horrific ear piercing screech and it starts like crippling him and then he runs up to his computer types something and then Next thing you hear is screaming coming from the other end of the house. He goes out there. His wife is holding a knife and he, she just cut their son's tongue out and she's just panicking. Like, I don't know. I don't know why I did it. I don't know what what to do. I don't know why I did it. And the son's just standing there. He does. He's not running away. He's then he's screaming, crying, but he can't like make any noise. Blood just bubbling out of his mouth. And this is just the fucking first few minutes of the movie. And I'm like, Oh shit. Okay. So come to find out this is a cursed video game. And the way he tries to break the spell, and this is just in the opening credits, which I love how they do this. Um, as the opening credits are going by, you're seeing he he's trying to get through the game as quickly as he, as he can, but it's just getting worse and worse and worse until it offers him an out. Either continue playing the game or make copies and distribute the game to more pe- to curse more people. And that's what he chooses to try to save his family's life. And that's where the movie actually starts. So we get this, uh, we get, uh, we meet our two young men characters, Isaac and Kayla. Kayla um, does some extra work for her buddy Isaac, who owns like a retro PC shop where he restores stuff. And he plays, he he designs a, a, his own game as a passion project, but his, uh, his day-to-day work is working on these old computers and she gets things running too. And he finds this old game and he's just like, hey, maybe it, it could be worth something. So she tries firing it up just to see uh see if it is working so she starts playing it and it puts her in the game and holy shit man i gotta say it's been a while since i've watched a horror movie that has shown me something gnarly on screen that like either turns my stomach or makes me want to kind of like look away this movie did that a few times and i was impressed that like you found something different i the the thought of chewing on glass and eating it now haunts me because of this movie (laughs) Um, it was, this honestly was a great time. I will say there are a few scenes where you have like the lesser known cast members. Uh, they try to brag Robert England is in this, his voice is in it like twice repeating the same line of dialogue. He's not in the movie. His voice is in the movie. Uh, so don't get too excited for that one. Cause I was really pumped for it. Um, who is in the movie as Lola Evans and Austin Butterfield, both kick ass. They both did a great job. Uh, I really liked their characters. They, felt very honest. They felt like it looked like they were terrified. I really believed their situation and their panic. I they, they was in the moment front to back. I was not expecting this is one of those I was not expecting to keep enjoying the movie. It was one of those as something happened. I was just like, oh, my God. Yes. OK, we're getting into the next the next gnarly thing. Um, yeah, I, just, I had a great time with this movie. I would any horror fans highly fucking recommend this one right now. Uh, I'm going to give it a solid three slices of toast. Like I was going to say, some of the lesser known cast members, some of their scenes and their dialogue really kind of kick you out of the the moment a little bit because they're not everyone's really that good. But then you get back to our main characters and it's like, okay, we don't really need to worry about that too often. It's just once in a while you'll get some kind of trippy, not trippy, but like someone kind of tripping over their lines or like, awkwardly trying to get out what few lines of dialogue they have before they get fucking executed on screen or, or leave, you know, they're like, they're su- such a bit part. They just go in and out so fast. 
Um, so you can kind of see this is probably where they cut some corners budget wise, but goddamn, does it show everywhere else? Production design looks great. All the sets are very full. Everything's very busy. Everything looks very lived in. I like the design of the, the game screen, what they did with the sets. Like I said, the music, awesome. I couldn't praise that enough. I love that sound. Uh, yeah, yeah. Highly recommend uh, Choose or Die. Wow. I'm I'm very shocked. I thought this was going to be one of those interactive style movies and it just, just sounded cheesy. Oh yeah, man. Oh dude, I I also I think you'd have a good time with this. The um there is there is a little bit of a Bandersnatchy sort of feel to it, but uh, a lot of Bandersnatch was hung up like the timing of it was hung up on how quickly you responded to stuff and then the choices you made and things. And then that was a little more retro anyways, because that was set, definitely set in a time period. This one's present day, mm. so it answers a lot of the but workarounds, like the technology things, because it's like... Sure. They explain it all. You kind of have to accept a few things. But my, my, my question is, is, is do, do you actually choose oh, no. options? No, or it's, is no this is a classic a This story. is a classic narrative film. No, okay, this is good, a standard... Good. Uh, it's good. Nice. Ninety minutes, I want to say. Good yeah, to hear. An hour twenty-four minutes, just under. Oh yeah, hey, it's a good in it's and a good length of time. Oh, bro. I mean, I just uh, really good, really good. Nice, nice. Uh, I got Let's one more it. film, if that's all right Fucking with you. Send, send me the magic. I don't know where I was all going. Right. With that. Uh, I got oh. Fantastic Beast. The Secrets of Dumbledore. Kingdom of Bhutan. Some of our most important magic has its origins there. And they say if you listen carefully enough, the past whispers to you. The world as we know it is coming undone. Things that seem unimaginable today will seem inevitable tomorrow. I imagine that you're all wondering where you find yourselves here. From this moment forward, each of us has been assigned a role to play. If we're to defeat Grindelwald, you'll have to trust me, even when every instinct tells you not to. Dumbledore asked that I give you something, Jacob. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> oh! What you're doing is madness. With or without you, I'll burn down their world. Rescuing me, are you? Oh, well done. Have to save the world, are we? Not to worry. We'll be perfectly safe. Our war with the Muggles begins. How will we fulfill our destinies and transform the world? You're not swiveling properly. I'm swiveling like you're swiveling yet. I don't believe you are. Uh, pretty much where we, I know you haven't seen this this franchise, but uh, I was wondering, but they recap, recap it a bit in this one. Uh, it turns out that this character, uh, Grindelwald, 
uh, is kind of this very evil guy who leads like a cult style revolution of wizards and witches who wants nothing more than to kind of kill muggles. And uh, he wants to have power of all the wizards. And then we got our main characters who like want to stop him. And at the end of the last movie, Grindelwald was a, uh, he was kind of on the run. He was a villain. He was wanted. But in this, he's pardoned. And now he's actually running um, to be one of the heads of the uh, Wizard uh, Commission. Uh, so kind of like president. And uh, he has a strong backlash. Of, he has a strong following of people who kind of understand it. It's kind of like a, mm. a Trump situation here, Dennis. It's interesting. And our characters uh, kind of want to stop this from happening because they know that war with the muggles isn't good for anybody. And uh, it's interesting because in the first movie, Grindelwald was played by, uh, by um, Colin Farrell. And then at the end, he's like, aha, I, I disguise myself. I'm really Johnny <laughs> Depp who looks like a creeper. And then the next movie, he was Johnny Depp. And this movie, he was Matt Nicholson. I had the other two Grindelwalds, and oh, he was great. And Jude Laud played a young Dumbledore, and oh, his <laughs> awesome. beard was fantastic. And just, oh, it was all, everyone was killing it, I think. Um, and oh my gosh, uh, gut wrenching opening sequence. Our, our guy, uh, but who, who, uh, who's our main character that we follow here is, uh, what the fuck is his name? Oh, yeah. Newt uh, Scamander. He kind of studies all the uh, magical creatures and he comes across a mother of this like mystical creature who will tell you who the most pure person is and kind of like a groundhog. He anoints who the next uh, magical defense person is going to be running the magical world or whatever. I don't fucking know. But anyways, it's like this beautiful, majestic, rare creature just gave birth to a baby. And then as, as uh, our guy is like being nice, trying to, trying to acclimate it and get it uh, to, to kind of come with him. These, these bad witches and, and, and whatnot uh, kind of attack and they like almost kill the mother and the baby and Newt are like kind of on the run and then they drowned and uh, you, you think they're almost dead but then it turns out the bad guys saved the little baby creature but Newt's sad because it's like oh, I didn't save him now the bad guys have him and the mother's like all sad because she's about to die and her baby's gone but she gave birth, birth to another one so that's kind of nice the bag spring crinkle the uh the 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 baby and then he kills that Holy baby shit. and this is all in That's the first brutal. 10 minutes it's it's a very sad opening of of a film yeah and uh, they brighten things up a little later on um and then we got Ezra Miller the flash he's a he's been kind of a bad guy throughout the other movies and we find out there's a secret about him and maybe he's not okay. as bad as we thought he was um it's a bit of a long movie, but it's a good one. Uh, I know I don't think it's getting critically uh, praised out there. Uh, I don't know what the box office is like, All but right. uh, I, I had a good time watching this. I'm give Fantastic Beasts: The Secrets of Dumbledore. I'm gonna give it oh, three oh, nice. slices of toast, Dennis. Yeah, well, that still sounds like yeah. a kick-ass movie, then. Good time. Yeah, yeah, definitely worth watching, especially if you know the uh, mythology oh, yeah. of everything that's going on in this world. And uh, even if you don't, I think it's could still be a fun ride. But oh, for yeah, sure. but yeah, I can see that. Time. The visuals alone would still be interesting to 
Yeah. Next year they'll go by it. But there's a lot of name drops and stuff, mm. I'm sure, that happened. It's like, because a lot of the story was set up in, in the last couple yeah. Harry Potter books where they started fleshing out these characters. Uh, a little bit. Like flashback or Dumbledore is telling Harry stories or it was when Harry was reading stuff and, you know, the, explaining how the the fucking ones and all the stuff got to be where they are and who in you know, the horcruxes get, getting getting all of that information out they start laying the groundwork for this world so it's kind of cool that they finally got like the films get to go back and really flesh out the history yeah it's not just footnotes it's not just little blurbs and references it's like full-on no here here is the story for you guys yeah and i i, I i'm not gonna lie i was like tch. I don't care about fucking beasts in the Harry Potter universe, but then they really make me care because they're cute, they're adorable, they're scary, they're, they're yeah, and I think it's more, a, man. I like that and idea the of there's this whole delightful. hidden world that's just right around the corner at any given time that the Harry Potter world kind of opens you up to, but then this uh, the idea of the Fantastic Beasts getting to kind of dive further into that and not just hanging yourself up on Harry mm-hmm. Potter or Hogwarts, you know? We can we can explore the rest yes, of the world yeah. without those characters. Yeah. Like Star Wars is doing now. You know, it's it's we we can have fun. We can have fun over here in this universe. Mm-hmm. Um, shit, I remember getting those uh, the little oh, scholastic yeah. uh, um, books that were the cop the, the copies of the oh, yeah, the book fair the style textbooks. Um when I got I had the history of mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. written so by I have Newt, fantastic piece and where to find them and then uh the uh, was the history of Quidditch, I think was the other one. They're really quick things, but I like that they have huh. little notes for those things. And then a lot of that, I believe, is still canon. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. I, 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 I bet that's all. Coming. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I normally at this point, point we we talk about TV, but we we gave a lot of a lot of toast, a lot, a lot of, of toast, film reviews. I, I I don't know. I think we should save. Yeah, I, th- I think we could, we could we'll save give a little yeah, moon. We'll give, we'll give you a full time. moon. Oh, yeah, man. Next week, we're going to give you the full moon. We'll get you all the way up to date to, to where the current episode is uh, as of recording for Movie Coaster. Um, but I'm having a lot of fun watching uh, Moon Knight. So I'm excited to chat with you, Adam, and sure. you folks to hear our, our perspective of things and see if we can kind of figure out where the back half of the season will be going. And, uh, how it's going to rest among the other Marvel stories. So it'll, it'll be a fun chat to have, but not this time, mm-hmm. fair readers and listeners. Because you never know. Could be reading it. I don't know. Could be. Yeah, maybe Could be. transcript somewhere. Who knows? I'm not judging. I'm not either. I'm listening. I'm not reading. Well, well I can. <laughs> yeah. But hey, hey, if, 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 say, say you don't want to read it, say you're a writer. Maybe a director, a producer, an editor, someone associated with a short film. Guess what, folks? Be a part of just pop up over to our YouTube page and you can watch lower lowerish films. And if you got one, you should definitely consider entering it into our festival. Uh, just head, head over to filmfreeway.com and search for uh, Movie Toast the Festival. That's uh, Movie Toast the Festival. This is our second year running oh, and uh, it's been a man. blast. We've, we've got some great submissions and uh, I don't know. I just can't wait to see some more things. So please keep submitting and uh, let us see what you got because we really like to showcase other filmmakers 
uh, work that exactly. we, we want to help. Yeah, we, wanna, we, we, we don't want to just talk about big things. Uh, giving you guys a platform to a lot of work into it. your folks work off. And I, I really hope you come out to the, this one this year. It'll be online again. Uh, so it should be easy as hell to show up. Even if you don't make it in, it'll be uh, easy enough to kind of join in the party. Well, I usually do like a live chat or some type of interaction with the, the audience as we're going through. But it's it's always fun to get a group together and I'll, I'll watch it together. Mm-hmm. And it's oh, free no. to watch. We're not charging any entry. Just to fee. participate, sir. Yeah. Just to participate. I mean, we're charging... If you want to, if you want us to watch your film, we are charging, unfortunately, because it does take time and effort, and we're not doing it for any profit. We're doing it; all that money is going to go into paper, 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 to send out to the award-winning uh, best film of the whole festival. Yeah, that and, uh, is. It's just a fun and, time. Uh, you got anything else to share? I think maybe you just want to let us know what flicks we might have missed. Maybe you got an interesting uh, particular point of view of one of the films we've reviewed this week. Hit us up on any of our social media mm-hmm. platforms. In most spots, we are movie underscore toast. Uh, that has all sorts of places like Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we are also on Facebook under Movie Toast News and Reviews. But you can search movie underscore toast and you ought to be able to find us there too. Um, yeah. And then if you got a few minutes, come check out. We got a few videos over on YouTube that Movie Toast News and Reviews. Uh, just some fun little uh, interviews and some mm-hmm. quick reviews that Adam has, has shot in the past and still, still a good time. If you need a little bit more toast for you. Yeah. And, and, and there, there's some fun visuals and stuff that go into them. Uh, Cause we have an editor who uh, kicks very ass uh, both in our audio very, very edits and in our video edits. Um, but guess what? See, you don't want to do anything for us. You just like, guys, come on. I like the show, but I don't got time. But I would like to spread the good word of the toast. Uh, maybe, maybe head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a quick review, whether you think we, we were doing stellar or we could up it a bit. And if you... But there's also one thing to do if you don't want to do That's any right, of that other shit. We just ask that y'all please stay toasty. next uh <laughs> next week we'll make sure you get in the next episode oh we'll get you all the way up to the date uh all the ah, fuck let me hit that again <laughs>